Welcome to Real Estate Investing Abundance, the show for busy, fulfilled professionals like you to learn how to develop financial independence built on solid, passive real estate investments. Now, here is your host, Dr. Alan Lomax. Hello, enlightened investors. I'm your host, Dr. Alan, and I'm intrigued to discover how we can harness the power of trained virtual assistants and automation to leverage more than 110 or more deals in one year. Bob Lachance is the founder and CEO of premier virtual assistant staffing company, Reva Global. He has done over 1,000 transactions in his career and has started multiple businesses, as well as helping to start one of the country's largest real estate education programs. So, Bob, share with us one of your memorable experiences from your formative years that helped you to be who you are today. First of all, thanks for having me, Alan. I really appreciate it. Very good question. Um, I would have to go back to probably my backyard hockey rink. So it's ice hockey rink. I live here in Connecticut. And my father, every year, would always build a backyard rink. And my two older brothers and I used to go out, beat each other up pretty good. <laughs> we used to play ice hockey. We used to play backyard ice football in the wintertime. So you know, all those years, you know, it, it's everything revolves around team and family. I would have to say, you know, our parents did a great job of, you know, raising us and, and giving us that competitive edge that, you know, as we all know, is needed in business and in sports. So I would have to go back to my backyard hockey rink, my fun youth playing days in the backyard rink. Well, cool. What a good time to go back to. I was raised in Durango, Colorado, and my dad actually built a skating rink for us in the backyard, nice. a nice skating rink. No nice. hockey, though. I never did hockey. That's too tough for me. I'm too much of a <laughs> wimp. <laughs> good times, though. Good times. <laughs> well, let's get into virtual assistance and how it is that virtual assistance can help us as real estate investors. And let's start it off. When's the right time to Get us a virtual assistant. Yeah, you know, it's, it's a very good question as well. And the virtual assistant side, I get this question, and there's a lot of different answers because, you know, we have clients that are doctors, dentists, real estate investors, property managers, you know, newer to the business. So I would have to say, you know, when things get very, very overwhelming, I mean, we know as entrepreneurs that a lot of stuff that we do with rising costs here in the United States we need to always look at, you know, does it benefit me to keep somebody in office and pay the amount of money we need to pay here in the United States? Or is it to go virtual to my companies out of the Philippines? So we have all, all Philippine virtual assistants. So, you know, I look at it through the lens of both the business side and also the task side. If we're overwhelmed in our businesses, and I always go over a quick example, I look at either my calendar, let's say at the beginning of the week, I look at my calendar and I'm getting extremely overwhelmed. I know that there's so much work that needs to be done. And a lot of times I know personally, I don't have enough time in my own day to do all of those tasks. So what you do is you do almost like a time in motion where you look at your day. You know, the best thing to do is do like probably a two to three week time in motion where you're looking at exactly what you're doing hour by hour, you're documenting it, and then you start looking at, all right, what are those tasks that are really $10 an hour tasks that either I'm doing or my staff is doing that we can take and take off of our plate to pass off to somebody? So that's what I would say. I would say those two things would be my answer. It doesn't take too long to get to that overwhelm, as <laughs> I found out. 
very quickly when I was working 16 hours a day, seven days a week and still not getting it all done. So, yeah, had to find someone to help me out here. Well, what are the top tasks that real estate investors should be looking uh, to outsource to virtual assistants? Yeah, on that side of it, um, when you start looking at that and you look at different, and I always look at different niches, right? Whether it's, you know, real estate investing, you could be making money as a as a wholesaler, as a rehabber, as a property manager. There's a lot of different niches or creative financing, a lot of different niches on that side of it. And also a lot of our clients are real estate agents. So what I always do is I look at the type of tasks that are needed in any business. And if you look at real estate investing, I always look at it. If you don't have any leads, you don't have a business. Same thing if, if you're in any other part of any business in this world, right? We have to start first with lead generation. If we don't have leads coming into our pipeline, we're going to have a tough time running any business, right? It's the same thing is said, whether you're, a, whether you're a lawyer, whether you're a doctor, you still need individuals, clients coming into your practice, right? Same thing with real estate investors. Real estate investors need motivated sellers, So what I look at all the time, I say, okay, if you're going to look at lead generation, some of the things that are working today, and the good thing is I do these same tasks in my own business. We have a real estate investing company here in Connecticut, and we've successfully this year, I know we're towards the end of the year, successfully closed around 150 transactions. So all these things that we're talking about, I also use in my own real estate business with my team here. So the questions that you ask are, are really, really good. So the way we use our virtual assistants are multiple different ways, whether it's scraping leads online, whether it's cold calling, pre-screening to make sure that the sellers are motivated. So then they are potential prospects and potential properties we could buy. So it's a lot of the upfront stuff to, to weed through to make sure that these individuals are potential prospects that we can work with and either buy their house or whatever transaction we're going to do with them. So I would say first, I would do the lead generation side, then also social media management is a big one. On the medical side, it's insurance verifications, front desk triage, things like that of those tasks up front. So I really, in every business, I look at what happens at the beginning and, and what allows you to fulfill the, the tasks that you need to do without getting, I guess, sidetracked or preoccupied that's going to put the most money in your pocket. So with, with real estate, that definitely would be the, the lead generation. And from the investor perspective, you're absolutely right. That's going to be seller leads. And so you mentioned just briefly a couple of different aspects of of doing that, but take us into a little bit more specifics there. And what exactly can the virtual assistants on your team actually do for the investor to generate those leads? Yep, absolutely. So a lot of things, a lot of times we work with a lot of uh, turnkey providers as well. So in a lot of, a lot of the clients are exactly your clients, right? That are looking to buy, whether it's uh, syndications, whether it's single family properties. We work with a lot of those property managers and turnkey providers, which means, so our virtual assistants are going and they're scraping through data. First of all, they're scraping through data. And then once they get the data, they get it, let's say they get a thousand records. There's online sites called PropStream, RealFlow, other data sites where you could actually download non-owner occupies, download pre-foreclosure leads, et cetera. We call those records at the beginning. So once our virtual assistants download them, 
then they skip trace them to, to find the best probable phone number for that one individual. Then our virtual assistants hand them over to our other team of virtual assistants. And this could be one VA. So I'll call a virtual assistant a VA. One VA could pull down the records, skip trace, and continually on a daily basis, pick up the phone and call them to see if they have any interest or any motivation in selling their property. So once they do that, then they say, if a client or a potential customer raises their hand and says, yes, you know what? I want to hear more about it. That then becomes a lead into our acquisition team who then gets on the phone with that potential, uh, potential seller to turn that into whether it's a purchase for us, whether it's a buy and hold, whether it's a rehab, whether it's a, a wholesale, which we call in, in you know, that part of the industry. Um, so that, that's kind of how we, we work with uh, virtual assistants on the front end. And then in the middle end, I'll give you an example. I think we got, I could be off by one or two, but I think we got about 70 leads in last week alone. So working through all those leads, what happens is, you know, you take 70 times four, that's a lot of leads in one month, right? So what happens is you find that you'll try to connect with that seller once, but then all of a sudden now you get a new lead in. So you're going to start calling that lead and, and they start piling up. So the next level our virtual assistants do is they continually call through those leads because we have thousands of leads in our database because of our continuous marketing. Does that make sense? We'll be right back after a brief announcement. Are you a busy professional, passionate about the work of your calling, yet realize that even though you love what you are doing, you're exchanging your time for money? You know that if you were to lose the ability to exchange time for money, your financial well-being will be in jeopardy. If you can relate, I have great news. Steve Talker Capital is an investment company designed for professionals to develop financial independence built on solid, passive real estate investments. Remove the anxiety of an uncertain financial future and go to steedtalker.com. Get your free one-page 10-step guide to passive real estate investing. Yeah, uh, that's, that's really, really extensive. And like you mentioned, if you're going to be successful as an investor, you're going to have to acquire properties. And that is going to take going through a significant number of data points and narrowing those data points down. All of that takes time. And, but beyond time, it also takes training, skill, and also some talent. The scraping data, I mean, that's pretty easy to do. The skip tracing that's pretty easy to do, but when you get down to the calling, that takes a particular kind of personality with a particular kind of drive. So you're saying that you have assistants that can actually do that. Yeah, we have we train our virtual assistants uh, anywhere from three three weeks to a month of different type of training that they go through for us, and the reason why. When, we, when I first started this in the beginning is I did this all myself. I started investing back in 2004. So I literally picked up the phone every day. I would, door, I would get a list of pre-foreclosure lists of people losing their properties from banks. And I would door knock from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. every day, Monday through Friday. And then I would come home. I would take that same list and I would skip tracing. And this was before what I even knew. I never even knew what a, a virtual assistant was back in 2004. 
And then I would do this myself and I would call until seven until my wife would yell at me to, to go eat dinner because I was working too much. So that's, um, that's how it started. And then fast forward, when I first started my virtual assistant company back in 2000, my first one back in 2014, that was the first thing that I would say that I got off my plate and I trained our virtual assistant on what to do, how to pick up the phone, how to call, what scripts to use, what kind of uh, neuro-linguistic programming language that you're going to use. So that it's been a, you know, a really, really uh, extensive tweaks and getting better every single year. I mean, that's it's been seven years in the making of, you know, getting the best script that works today in today's market. Wow. That is impressive. Well, how can we get started with our own virtual assistants? Absolutely. So you could visit our site. We have a, a whole admissions team, admissions specialist that will get on a call with you. You could book a strategy session with us. Like I said, we're not just in real estate. We're also in the medical field as well. So we have a lot of different clients from real estate to medical. So just jump on a call. You could set up a call with our admissions team. They could definitely help you. And I'll give you at the end of this call, I'll give you my email address. If you guys have any questions, you could ask me any type of questions that you want. Well, if we get started with you, how are we going to know if this is viable for us in terms of where we are with our business and in terms of where it is we want to go with our business? Yeah, so we offer part-time, full-time, which is 20 hours a week and 40 hours a week. And, and during that strategy session, we look at you know where you're at in your business, what you want to achieve, and what would be the best fit for you. So, if you're working part time, uh, working real estate part time, I should say, what is it, and what niche are you looking to get into? And we could actually help guide you into the best, even type of tasks that are that are needed for you to achieve the success that you want. Because we have some individuals that come on that are working full-time and that are doing real estate part-time. Some are working part-time and doing real estate part-time. So everyone's all at a different level. So our admissions team will sit with you and go over exactly what we need to do to help you be successful. We also have a client service manager. Once you raise your hand, you say, Bob, you know what? I think this is for me. I'll use a either a part-time or full-time VA. We have another manager that actually works with you and your virtual assistant side-by-side to hold your hand throughout the process as well. So you mentioned either 20-hour or 40-hour. Are those your only options? Those are only options. Yeah. We've tried everything. We've tried it from five hours to 10 hours to 15 hours in the management side and the success side. You look at, you always look at two things when you're, you know, for me, when I'm running a business, I I always look at what's the best way to manage the service that you have. So you try a lot of different things. If you only go hourly or, or do different packages, like 10 hour packages, 20, 40, we honed in on the 2040 package that seemed to be the best for us as a company on the management side in fulfilling the best service that we can actually fulfill because the service side, if, if, you, don't have a, if you don't have a good service, then you're not going to be in business too long. Right, exactly. Well, there's a lot of online companies for hiring virtual assistants and entrepreneurs of various, various different kinds. So what separates Riva Global from the rest of the pack? Yep. Very good question. It's an interesting question to ask for sure. I would say, you know, for me personally, that I own the company and I'm I'm always the face of it. I use my service. And I think it's important, you know, for everyone that I interview, if I'm going to use a service or a product, I like interviewing the individual that actually owns the company because if they use the product as well in their own businesses, 
for me, that's a that's a step ahead of somebody else, right? And somebody that could show proof that they are also using the service or product. For me personally, I would say what separates us is not not only do I run the business, have I run the business, but I've been in real estate for a long time and we have a successful real estate company and it's driven by our virtual assistants. So, I mean, also, it seems to me like there's some other big differences between you and uh, and all of the other agencies out there. Because from what I've seen when looking into this for virtual assistants for myself, what you go out there and you do is you say, I want somebody for data entry. And you put that in there and then you get this list of independent contractors essentially putting in bids out there that they'll do it for this this amount or this this amount, this amount. And you really have almost no information in terms of what those people have in terms of skills, uh, integrity, and so on and so forth. I could definitely add to that. I know I kind of just scratched the surface on that. What we do as well is we, you know, like I said, we have a lot of pride in what we do and I've been around for a, a long time. You and I have been trying to schedule this for a year. We talked about before this, before this call. You know, one of the things for us that I'm most and I have a lot of pride in is is, you know, when I look at everything that we do from start to finish, when we are sourcing and screening for virtual assistants, we go through a little over a thousand applications every single month, right? So we're pre-screening. We want the best of the best. You know, our our success rate of going through our sourcing and recruiting to our training, it's only about 5% that actually get through. Now, the reason why is because we are screening, we're pre- we go through a very extensive, first of all, pre-screening process, and then a training process to get to where the virtual assistant is going to be the top of the heap and the cream of the crop that we actually pick for our clients. And then once they get through training, we, you know, they do testing, they go through scorecards, they do predictive index, disk profiling, and then they go to our placements team. And our placements team is, is kind of like a match.com where you know, you, we know exactly what the client wants and is looking for. And now we, get the v, we look through the VAs, we look at their predictive index, disk profiling, their resume, and we match them perfectly for what, is, you know, what the client is looking for. And so I think that is, I, I know I kind of went, scratched the surface of it, but there's a lot underneath the surface that is definitely there that I feel that we do very well. We have a lot, like I said, we, we have a lot of pride in our team in the Philippines, getting the best of the best and getting the, the top of the, the cream of the crop. So, well, so there is that, a very basic difference there in that, first of all, when you go out to most of these sites, there's no screening, but you have yep. done an extensive amount of screening, interviewing and picking the 5% uh, cream of the crop to start with. And then you take them through training. So they've even had training before you get them matched to a client. So the question, I guess I'm not real clear on here, is if, if we're going to work with you, are we working, are we actually working directly with your company or is yep. your company just placing this individual with us and we work directly with the assistant? Yep, very good question. Yeah, we handle all the HR. So they're working, our virtual assistants work for us and you actually work with them underneath our umbrella rather than just placing them and letting them go. We're with you and the, the VA through the life of our relationship. So that's a very good question on that side of it because you know there's companies out there that'll just 
you'll go through, just like you said, you'll go through, you'll be like, oh, I like uh, Jim or I like Jane. I like Gina and pick one. And all of a sudden now you'll hire them. You'll go through training and then they'll leave. Right. So that, that's been a common theme. When I started using virtual assistants before I started the company, that was one of the big pain points I went through. Right. So that's why I kind of set up the system as that we have it now to where we have a full service boutique to say, we have a lot of clients that come to us. We bring on the virtual assistant. We have our manager working side by side with the virtual assistant and the client. And we have a lot of clients that say, all right, I want to add on. So they want another virtual assistant. So now we find the virtual assistants for you. We help train them. And then we work side by side with you. So it's not, we're not a, a placements and leave you company. We are a full service company that stays with the clients and obviously our VAs underneath our umbrella for the life of our relationship. So um, and we handle all of the HR, all of the paying the virtual assistants. We, we take care of all, a lot of benefits behind the scenes. We pay for their insurance. So yeah, our virtual assistants stay with us. We have, I think we're highest rated in the industry, uh, virtual assistants sticking with us in our company. Well, that is impressive. Certainly in my working with virtual assistants, that's one of my biggest fears is even for the most minimal of tasks, it takes time to, well, to screen and to go through that entire process. And then you get them on board and even minimal tasks, it takes training time. And it's like, oh my God, what are they going to do? If they leave, I've got to start this whole process over again. So that is longevity is a, is a really big concern there. Well, Bob, how is it that you've alluded to it a little bit here, but can you be a little bit more specific and give us some concrete examples? Because I'm very concrete, hands-on kind of person. What are you doing? How are you using your virtual assistants in your real estate business? Yeah, we do a couple different things. We have our virtual assistants that, again, are scraping leads, uh, skip tracing, and cold calling. That is a big part of the lead generation side. We also have them on the text message side as well. Also on the follow-up side, which means yeah, we have thousands of we have thousands of leads sitting in our database. So they're calling through them every single day just to see if they're interested to sell. If they are, if the client raises their hand, that now is a uh, bona fide lead to give into our acquisition team. We also have virtual assistants to our social media. Um, we have, a, like I said, I had a podcast on Friday that helps with all the backend podcast stuff. As you know, there's a lot of stuff that goes on into this show of getting stuff live and social media, promoting, et cetera. We also have on the lead generation side, we have a, a very cool niche pre-foreclosure campaign that our virtual assistants are doing on a, on a daily basis. They're going into our judicial website, pulling leads, skip tracing them, following through the process. In, in Connecticut, the process takes a long time from start to finish and pre-foreclosure, foreclosure, kind of short sale side of things. So we have them also go through that. That's another lead generator for us. Well, excellent, Bob. So tell us how to get in touch with you and how to connect with you. Absolutely. I mean, we're on Facebook. You know, check us out on Facebook or we have a podcast. Check, uh, go to my website, revaglobal.com. Uh, my podcast name is fridaycoffeebreak.com. You can send me a direct email, bob at revaglobal.com, R-E-V-A global.com. If you have any questions, like I said, you can set up a, a strategy session with my team to see if it's a good fit for you. And then, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm all over online, so you can find me there. Well, excellent. Well, Bob, I have one last question, and that is, it's actually a three-part question. What yeah. was your most difficult setback in life? How did you come through that time, and what did you learn from that experience? 
most difficult setback. I mean, there's different types of setbacks you could put, but I'll, I'll keep it on the professional side. I'd say back in 2005, lost $150,000 on a knockdown rebuild in Greenwich, Connecticut. And what I learned from that is don't get caught up in the shiny object syndrome. Don't jump into something that you do not know anything about. I was more on the short sale side, you know, working with banks, more of a rehabber rather than a knockdown rebuild guy. I knew nothing about knockdown rebuilds and this was out of my area. So I would say, you know, stay in your lane. You could, you could learn a lot about things and then, you know, stick your toe in instead of jumping in two feet and, you know, losing $150,000 on something that you didn't know much about. But I would say that is one of the big ones. What was the last question on that, on that three-part Question or did I answer it? Uh, well, I, yeah, I think I think you answered that. Well, I mean, how did you come through that time? I, mean, I know losing one hundred fifty thousand dollars, no matter how much money you have, is never a fun thing to do. So, uh, how did you actually get yourself through that time? Yeah, when I first started, I didn't have that much money, so that was kind of a. I put seventy five thousand dollars of my money on my home line of credit, and my business partner at the time did the same thing. So, us as a company, uh, we just worked our butts off. We put our put our heads down and worked harder than we ever did. We got more clients, we did more marketing, worked longer hours, and we just dug out of it. Um, and I think a lot of entrepreneurs understand that. A lot of business owners understand that hey, sometimes when you take a, take a little step back, uh, you have an opportunity to take two or three steps forward. So um, that's what we did. We had to take a step back. We hunkered down, we worked our butts off, and, and we overcame it. Well, I know how that goes. I, I jumped in too deep at one time and lost about the same amount of money. And the most difficult thing to deal with was actually the depression and the humiliation. Getting over that hump, then it was it was fairly easy from then on. But that's that was the big hump for me. Well, Bob, it's been a delight having you and a wonderful guest, and it's been very informative. Thanks so much for being with us today. Alan, thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Thank you very much. Thank you for tuning in to Real Estate Investing Abundance, brought to you by Steve Talker Capital a company working for passionate professionals like you to develop financial independence built on solid, passive real estate investments. As part of our efforts to make the world a better place, Steve Talker Capital contributes to activities and organizations committed to better understand the equine. These endeavors attempt to enhance the human treatment of horses worldwide. Steve Talker Capital, working for a world where all creatures, great and small, flourish abundantly. For resources to develop your financial independence, connect with us at stevetalker.com.